In this bulletin, almost 10,000 COVID cases in aged care. Australia's house prices dropping at the fastest rate since the global financial crisis and calls for urgent action to address global hunger. With the latest SBS News, I'm Greg Diet. Aged Care Minister Annika Wells says she hopes a change in data reporting on vaccination rates in aged care homes will more rapidly boost the uptake of fourth COVID-19 doses. From today, vaccination data for individual aged care homes will be published online. 79% of aged care residents have had a fourth dose and Ms Wells says she wants to see that number at 100%. It comes amid a growing number of outbreaks in the aged care sector with nearly 10,000 people infected with coronavirus across more than 1,000 residential aged care facilities. Aged care providers say despite the use of Australian Defence Force personnel to fill staff shortages, many spots remain unfilled. Ms Wells says the government is taking action. And we also have the health surge workforce, which is filling approximately 2,000 shifts a week. So that doesn't fill all the shifts by any means. You only need to talk to a single person working in aged care to say there are shifts going empty. But it's the best we can do this winter whilst we introduce bills to the House that start to the start the process of aged care reform. The other thing we're doing is trying to get aged care workers a pay rise. So come the 8th of August, the government's putting our submission into fair work. A downswing in housing prices is being led by sharp declines in Sydney and Melbourne, with values dropping in five of the eight capital cities. CoreLogic data shows dwelling values fell 1.3% nationally in July, the third monthly drop in a row. It represents the biggest fall in housing prices since the global financial crisis in 2008. Prices have dipped 2% from April's peak, although most homeowners remain ahead after an almost 29% national surge in values during the pandemic. Despite the monthly declines, capital city house prices were up 5.4% over the past year, while regional prices were 17% higher. As part of Homelessness Week, Homelessness Australia has released a plan it says will end homelessness within a decade. The group says that could be achieved if 25,000 social housing properties were built every year and a housing guarantee is provided for women and children fleeing family violence. They're the biggest group seeking help, accounting for nearly two-thirds of people experiencing homelessness. Homelessness Australia Chairman Jenny Smith says the situation is dire. Seven and a half thousand women every year return home to the perpetrator because they find that they uh, just can't afford to be anywhere else. And we know that 45,000 other women would like to be able to leave but just can't see a pathway forward to be able to afford uh, to do that. So out of that social housing investment we do uh, need to see a housing guarantee for women and children uh, escaping family violence. An alliance of 23 aid groups in Australia is urging the federal government to take up a greater role in responding to the global hunger crisis. Almost 50 million people in 45 countries are on the brink of famine which is exacerbated by the Ukraine conflict, COVID-19 and climate change. 
In a budget submission, the Help Fight Famine Alliance is proposing Australia increase its spending on foreign aid in the October budget to include measures such as $150 million to prevent famine in the worst-hit regions of the Horn of Africa, Afghanistan, Syria and Yemen. A spokesperson for the alliance, Afghan-born Australian lawyer Mariam Vezade, says urgent action is needed. Circumstances are such that in countries, including Afghanistan, there is what is described as a perfect storm. An entire generation is on the brink of starvation um, because of that perfect storm, which is created largely by, you know, um, countries at war, but also the Ukraine. The Russia war has caused all sorts of food um, supply chain issues. It actually requires immediate and unprecedented action to save millions of lives. Two Labor MPs will introduce a bill to allow the Northern Territory and the ACT to legislate on voluntary assisted dying laws. Alicia Payne and Luke Gosling are hoping to repeal a 25-year-old law which banned the Territories from being able to make those changes. That law was established after the Northern Territory introduced laws in 1995 to allow a doctor to end the life of a terminally ill patient at their request. The then federal Liberal government used its powers over the territories to overrule the legislation, a situation that remains. I'm Greg Diet, and that's the latest SBS News.